0: welcome to the bloody bizarre podcast my name's emma i'm sarah welcome back again for another week we've got to think of other things to say at the start because i feel like we just repeat the same things over and over (laughs) moving our divider pillow (laughs) well i couldn't see your face when i lean into the mic i can't see your face behind the divider yeah yeah okay we have a sound buffer pillow in between us and it's just blocking our view of each other we're just always trying to improve the sound quality (laughs) People have given me feedback and said that it's not that bad. Yeah, have you, I mean you've listened to it. You're picky with. I have Sam. not listened to it. Okay. <laughs> Anything to discuss? Last week was Starved Rock, right? I want to know if anyone got in touch with us. Let us know what they think. Whether they did not. Um. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> no, actually, Tim did. Oh, what did he think? He wasn't sure either. Yeah. Yeah. We we were sort we like had a bit of a chat about it and we were sort of saying like either way there's reasonable doubt but yeah. He probably he probably did do it, but either way there's reasonable doubt. Yeah. Um I don't even know if he did do it. Like if I'm convinced that he did do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean either way. Okay. Well Cool. Um <laughs> If there's nothing at the top then we can just dive right in. Yeah. Um so my one today, I don't think it'll be that long, but okay. oh Damn it. I just remembered that I was going to listen to a different podcast about that covered this one, but that's okay. I think, I think my research is solid w- without <laughs> it. <laughs> okay, so today I'm doing Monte Cristo Homestead. Monte Cristo like the biscuit? Yeah. Yummy. Have you heard of the Monte Cristo Homestead? No. Okay. Well, you're about to. Is Monte Cristo a place? Um, Monte Cristo was i'll tell i'll tell you about it am i right that it's in france i don't know oh (laughs) hang on yeah that that should be something that is looked up island in italy in italy okay but there's a lot of monte things called monte cristo yeah the biscuit yeah it's based on it's all based on a fictional person oh yeah (laughs) huh yeah so anyway, my sources are Wikipedia, montecristo.com.au. dot com dot au, straight that, to the that, source. That, yeah, I going to say that'll do it. <laughs> Canberra Times dot com dot au, The Little House of Horrors dot com, and an Escape dot com dot au article by Simone Mitchell. All right so tim actually did suggest this one okay but i already had it on my list oh, okay so um so you're not giving the credit to tim here no. no. sorry tim yeah. but <laughs> but he did suggest it right and he's also been here which is cool oh yeah so monte cristo homestead not to be confused with a monte cristo sandwich Oh, what's or in a that? monte cristo biscuit or a cookie for our american listeners what is in the monte cristo sandwich um i'll tell you can I guess? Yeah. Lettuce? No. Oh. <laughs> Just tell me then. Okay. It's like a croque monsieur. So oh. it's got, it's like um eggy bread. You know, like when you make, like you dip the bread in egg and then you fry it. Okay. You've made that before, right? No. So it's like French bread, French. Of course I've never made that okay weird um and then in there there's ham and cheese and then it's all like deep fried okay sounds Um, pretty yummy like obviously we don't eat meat but it still sounds yummy here's here's what i think my brain's done i think my brain has heard wait what is croque monsieur that sandwich similar why did you say croque monsieur because i said it's similar oh (laughs) what is a croque monsieur i don't know similar a similar type of sandwich i'm really confused with these sandwiches this is derailed mo okay keep going can we continue i don't know this might put me out do you want to stop and do some separate research Keep going. Okay. So the Monte Cristo Homestead is a historic manor located overlooking the town of Junee in New South Wales. Haven't, haven't we covered something in Junee before? I don't think so. Are you sure? I'm not sure, but I don't think so. Okay. Uh, maybe it was in another podcast. All Aussie Mystery Hour, I think, covered this. Maybe that's it. Or maybe the Zestus History. Mm. One of... um uh pedestrians podcast, yeah, yeah or yeah Josie Rosenberg Clark and it's amazing. yeah okay so that's the one I was going to listen to uh, again okay but I, yeah I forgot anyway um so it was built in 1885 by a man called William Crawley and it's widely believed to be the most haunted house in Australia mm. right a oh, big claim yeah the Crawley family started out a lot of places said that they started out quite poor, but I don't know because we'll get into it, but they started out from fairly humble beginnings, at least they lived on, they lived in a sort of a hut on the land where the Monte Cristo now stands. But this all changed when the great Southern railway line opened, because basically this is why I'm not sure if they were like poor, poor, because Apparently, William Crawley had a bit of forewarning that the train line was going to have a station that stopped in Junie. And so what he did very smartly was they scrimped and saved and pulled enough money together and he built a hotel in Juneau. Yeah. So obviously, once this rail line opened mm-hmm. and there was a station in Junie, the, the hotel is going to be the only place that people can go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, of course, made him and his family very rich. Okay. Um, but also the town of Juni benefited from it a lot. But, yeah, personally, obviously, it made him a very rich man. So in 1910, William died from blood poisoning. And he got this blood poisoning. This is – when I read this, I was like, this is the type of thing that would happen to Emma. This is how Emma would die. I was going to say, have I had blood poisoning before? No, but – Is septicemia blood poisoning? Yes. Oh, well, I had that in my leg. Oh. That was why I got infected. Really? <laughs> Yeah. Fuck. Okay. So my my assessment is correct then. Yeah. So I guess it's just lucky that you were like young. <laughs> then I had a hospital nearby. Patchy, go on. Patchy, out of there. So he had a carbuncle on his neck that yeah. became infected from rubbing on his collar, and so then that turned into blood poisoning. Yeah. Right. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I was vomiting, like, when I was just lying there and I just kept vomiting. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought it was, like, they were worried about the big blood clot and that's the well, they were worried about that too, but that that was infected because I was infected. <laughs> God. Um, his wife, Elizabeth Crawley, apparently did not handle the death well and mm-hmm. became a bit of a shut-in. Um, my phone auto-corrected to shit in. <laughs> <laughs> Say it a lot, do you? <laughs> yeah. Elizabeth apparently turned the attic of the house into a chapel and after her husband's death, she apparently only left the house twice. An, ad- uh, uh, an attic chapel is like from, what's that movie? Hereditary. Yeah. It's creepy as. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a tree house chapel, wasn't it? Yeah. Or altar rather than chapel, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, they, they didn't know it was a chapel until the very, very the end. Very the very end. Spoilers. Yeah. It was, it was, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um... She died herself in 1933 from a ruptured appendix. Oh, gosh. Some dramatic deaths. Yeah. I don't know if blood poisoning is dramatic, but, yeah, some not very nice deaths, certainly preventable deaths in today's modern medicine world that we live in. Yeah. Um, The last of the Crawleys moved out in 1948, so I guess this 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 is one of their kids. The kids, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, And the house fell into disrepair. Most of the furniture was sold and vandals completely wrecked the homestead. In 1963, however, Reginald... So, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but so there's the Monte Cristo homestead and then there's a the hotel in June yeah. no, not Yeah. Not one and the same? Yeah. Okay. In 1963, however, Reginald and Olive Ryan saw potential and bought the building and they lovingly restored it to its former glory. They made it really, really nice. Like they brought in vintage furniture and like made it era appropriate they so this is it in all. the 60s yeah 60 and, 63 they bought it and when was it built sorry 1885 like 18, 18, 1885 yeah so and it was it. it was like abandoned i guess in 1948 and then right re- and then rebought in 63 yeah right so the couple then opened the homestead up as a museum and an antique store and allowed people to take tours The Ryans reported strange activity in the house from the moment they bought it, stating that when they first arrived, their animals didn't want to go inside and ran away from the house. And I'll get to some other strange occurrences people have reported in a minute, but first I want to explore the house's darker side and why it might be haunted, because obviously so far it just sounds like a guy died from blood poisoning and someone had a ruptured appendix. It doesn't sound that, like, why would that be haunted? So the story goes allegedly the crawley family weren't very nice to the staff particularly mrs crawley she wasn't very nice to that you're always here you're well, often here well also mr crawley might have been a little bit too nice to some of the staff if you get my drift um so i don't know for sure if this is true because obviously it's so long ago there's it's just you know records are difficult to from the 18th yeah. <laughs> But I also read that they hated animals and I don't really trust people who hate animals. So, Mm. um, yeah, probably didn't help matters that one day one of the maids dropped the Crawley's 10 month old daughter while they were walking down the stairs and the baby girl died. (laughs) Yeah. I'd say that would, that would cause some friction. Yeah. Yeah. Another death that occurred at the home during the time the Crawleys were there was a maid who apparently jumped or fell from the top story balcony there's gossip or rumours that this maid was actually pregnant with Mr Crawley's baby, and she was actually pushed by Mrs Crawley. That's never been confirmed. I um, have heard this this before, and I feel like I've watched something on it. Possibly, it's quite a well-known. Is there like a mark on? The yes, step? yeah. Okay. I was just about to say. There's, okay, there's a bleach stain. Well, there's like a stain where yeah. they've like bleached and tried to get rid of the blood stain from where she jumped, from yeah. where she fell. Yeah, jumped, fell, was pushed. Yeah, dropped. Um, yeah. There's another rumour about Mr. Crawler getting another maid pregnant. He can't keep it in his pants, can he? Yeah, so apparently he, uh, the rumour is that he had ten kids with his wife and ten kids to the staff. <laughs> so, oh, jeez. Yes. <laughs> thank Claire Patchy. Thank, thank God for that carbuncle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something needed to stop him. Needs to car buckle up his pants. And <laughs> Patchy. Patchy, get out. Oi, back up back up he has been so like out of sorts since he got his nails done it always happens yeah they're short now but it always happens in the days afterwards because they have to drug him up so much he goes weird so last night he kept getting up and sitting down and getting up and sitting down and then like crying and like, I went out, he's got water, he's, like, he can get out his dog door. I was like, what? He is such a precious I know. <laughs> and I don't mean precious as in sweet and cute. I mean precious as in, like, he's, needs so much attention. He's a little baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's I a know. big baby. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Greg said the other, we were talking about him the other day, and Greg was like, I think you love him to the point of, like, his detriment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've <Yeah. laughs> ruined the boy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so he couldn't keep it in his pants apparently yeah, and he yeah. was knocking up all the maids. Fucking so, left and right. Yeah. Okay. So um, apparently this one particular maid, she gave birth to a son called Harold, but unfortunately Harold was involved in a horrible accident at the homestead where he was hit by a coach and this left him with head trauma that caused him to be disabled for the rest of his life. Okay. I read that following this he was treated really poorly. So I read that, like, they kept him chained up, like, he was some kind of like animal or something and the boy he used to scream a lot and he was obviously like not very happy um and apparently the local kids would call him the monster of juni so pretty sad another gruesome death that apparently occurred at the home was that of a stable boy named morris so according to this story the boy was ill so he was resting in bed he wasn't getting better and his condition deteriorated to the point that he was really, really sick and he couldn't get out of bed. And generally if that was somebody that, you know, they cared about or if it was modern times, you would take them to the hospital, but obviously they just left him in his bed. But his boss didn't actually believe that he was that sick. He thought that he was putting it on. His boss as in the I don't um, know. Crawleys? No, no, no. I guess whoever was like in charge of the stable. Oh, head stable boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So thinking he was just been lazy, this guy lit a fire underneath his, <sighs> um, like he was on this like hay mattress thing. And because he was actually sick, he was too sick to get up, uh, he was burned alive. What a way to try and prove that someone is faking it. Also, I don't understand if this is true, why you wouldn't like once it started, once he started catching on, because I'm sure that the guy would have stayed He's there. just like... He just, yeah, watched him burn. Like, yeah. Wh- like, what? He'll move soon. I know it. <laughs> yeah. This is all part of the act. Yeah. And oh. also why in... I can in... smell the flesh burning. That's oh, all part of it. Yeah. <laughs> He's done this before. Why wouldn't you... Why, why would you light a fire in a home? Well, I guess it was in the stable. He was oh, on. he was he, in the stables. Yeah. But then still, stables are made of wood as far as I'm aware. Yeah. And he was on like a hay mattress thing. And I'd say there's hay all around. I yeah. don't believe that one. A very dramatic way to prove that someone's faking it. I'd say so, yeah. <laughs> but that's that's the story anyway. The final death that's connected with the home occurred in 1960 when a caretaker, Jack Simpson, was shot on the front porch. Apparently, this one's really weird. So there was this. Yeah, because the last one was normal. <laughs> the last couple have been totally yeah. normal. So there was this crazy guy who had been who was unrelated to them he was just some guy in the town he'd been watching a lot of alfred hitchcock's psycho and it really influenced him and so he decided he was going to kill someone um which is you know natural progression yeah um and i couldn't find a heap of details about why he chose this man the caretaker at the homestead but regardless he went to the property shot and killed him and then he etched die jack ha ha into the shed door and that's still there hmm. super weird any thoughts so far on <laughs> some of some of these um do I'm I- not i'm not laughing at the people's deaths i'm laughing at just like how weird it is some of these deaths the- and how they all happened in one place yeah the um the likelihood- I, I can believe that they all died there in maybe not so nice circumstances. Mm-hmm. That's about as far as I'm willing to go at this point. All right. Well, I'll tell you some of the experiences that people have reported at the homestead. Okay. The Ryans obviously copped it first. So the So these are the people that bought it in the sixties. Yes. So one night when they had just bought the house, they came home to find all of the lights on in the house. This was strange because there was no electricity to the house at the time. So they were relying on lamps and they said we hadn't left any lamps on. But regardless, it was like lights were on in the house. All the lights were on, like in every room. When they got to the door, all of the lights switched off. So weird. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The Ryans have had their animals killed. So remember I said when they first rocked up, their cat tried to run away. Um, the cat fucking knew. Yeah. Should have let it run away. So they found, so I'm not sure if it's the same cat or a different cat that they had, but they found their cat disemboweled inside the house while all of the doors were locked. They also found their parrot strangled in its cage. How can they prove strangulation on a parrot? Do they check I'm, the hyoid point? I'm guessing, I'm guessing that like its neck was fucked up. Okay. It could have been the fucking cat. It's. It was in its cage though. Yeah. You reckon the cat shut the cage door behind No, it? what if the cat got its paw through and pulled it? Do you know what it was? It was actually like a fight between the parrot and the cat. And they both came off bad? Yeah, they yeah. both somehow. Managed. Mutual the parrot, knockout. The parrot like like scratched you... out the, cat, the cat's <laughs> like stomach. Like on um, Brothers, where they both hit each other with their golf clubs at the same yeah, time. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. We've solved it. I'm very sad. Um, <laughs> yeah, not, yeah. I'm more sad about those two than any of the ones you've said so far. Yeah, the Ryans would often hear their name being called by someone when nobody was there, and they would smell smoke when there was no fire. Do you know what? Every almost every single night when I get in from work, my house reeks of cigarette smoke. Do your neighbours smoke? Yes, the ones on the uh, yeah. fucking yeah. yeah. I know which ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's that, well, they've got kids, they're probably smoking outside and it's blowing over to your house. Yeah. Also she smokes out on her patio, but like if I was a paranoid person, I'd be like, oh my God, someone's broken in. Someone who like usually smokes a smoking person that smells like smoke all the time has broken into my house and has wandered through the rooms, leaving their stench. (laughs) I don't think that. Or if I was, you know, one of these people, I'd be like, oh my God, it's the ghost of the person that was in my house. Yeah, I know. But I think you can, you can surmise that like, if you've got close neighbors, maybe it's your neighbor that's smoking. This homestead is like by itself. There's nothing next to it. Whatever. Keep going. It's up on a big hill too. So like. I'd live there. Yeah. It looks nice. It's old though. You know, like, you know, like musty. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so it looks very pretty, like very like grand. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, But it's definitely not my aesthetic. No, it's more you know, maximalist. That I'm, yeah, right. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll show you some pictures when we please, finish up. Please, Like it's it's very beautiful and ornate and um, like the furniture is beautiful. And like I said, there's an antique shop in there, so it's mm-hmm. it's very nice in, in that respect. But yeah, it's not my t- not, not my cup of tea. I wouldn't want to live there. I think this goes without saying, but we can plot it on the map. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, To the list of places to go? Absolutely. Okay. So in regard to their home being named the most haunted house in Australia, Lawrence Ryan, he's one of the Ryan kids, he said, it's not that we have more ghosts or more spirits, it's that we have more activity. Some other things that people have experienced while they're at the home, like just random things that people have reported, because obviously people visit. People have apparently experienced nausea while at the house. People have fainted while doing tours. People hear whispering. People hear footsteps on the balcony where the maid fell. Sorry, I think that... Patchy just breathes into the microphone. Yeah, I think they might have heard that. Patchy. <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? He's really unsettled. He's, he's just been naughty is what he's doing. No, he's just like back and forth and like he doesn't know what he wants. and He's misbehaving. No, he's just feeling weird. He's coming down off drugs. Do you know how much drugs they have to give him? <laughs> the vet was like, I can't give him any more of this medication. I'm going to have to find something else to knock him out. Because they gave him like the <laughs> highest dose they could. Sorry, can you just repeat the last few things you said? Because Patchy was in my head. um. So people experience nausea yep. while at the house. People have fainted while doing tours. People hear whispering. They hear footsteps on the balcony where the maid fell or jumped or was pushed from. Um, some people have said when they're walking down the stairs, they feel like a little hand hold their hand. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm assuming, I'm assuming they're implying that it's like the baby, but like a ten month old has the tiniest hand. Yeah, yeah. And why would it be like? They what? can't walk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, What's well, more cinematic if they say a small hand? If they say, yeah, the baby held my hand. It was a baby <laughs> hand. <laughs> I felt a little baby hold my finger. <laughs> so if you do want to check this place out. I do. They are open for tours on Saturdays and Sundays from 10 to 4 p.m. No booking required. Uh. They also do nighttime ghost tours starting at 6 p.m. on Saturday night. So you have, yeah, do have to book for this bit. And you can even stay overnight if you want to for $195. And that also gets you breakfast in the morning as well if you can last the night. And the the son, Lawrence, has said that a lot of people have left during the night. And he said he's found people sleeping in their cars because uh, they couldn't make it through the night. Okay. <laughs> Thoughts. if I were to buy a 1860s mansion and do it up I too would say it was haunted mm. even though I don't believe for a second in ghosts I would also say that because it makes a great story and they've obviously made a business out of it and it's a <laughs> patches patchy's all over the place so, do I believe that these people have experienced anything? No. What about their disemboweled cat and their strangled parrot? Bullshit. You don't reckon it happened? No. Nah. I wish I could find like evidence. Everyone wishes they could find evidence. That's what. Um, no, but I mean, like, of like, here's the invoice from the vets. <laughs> yeah, but even that can be faked. Yeah. Um, or here's the vet that went out and was like, "Yep, pay him off." Get a mate to go. Yeah, my name's Doctor Smith, and I attended the scene. And yes, the cat was sadly disemboweled. The cat was disemboweled. And look, and I've never seen anything like it in my career. And the parrot was strangled. It was strangled. There was little tiny hand marks around the <laughs> the neck of the parrot. <laughs> but I have I have read or heard or watched something about that before, and I like the idea of a place that has had a lot of death occur there. That's mm. not a hospital. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's, even if you don't believe in the haunting part of it, it is interesting just historically, mm. and I know that you're not that into history, but, like, yeah. it is interesting that all of these, like, crazy dramatic things have happened in this one place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It's but wild. Yeah. So, um, look, I, I'll still go there. I'll stay overnight with you if you are keen. Yeah, I'd love to. I mean, I, I love the idea of staying in a quaint old bed and breakfast yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. having breakfast in the morning. Yeah. So I'd it, be love to stay there with you and hear, like, footsteps and creepy stuff. Yeah, but then And then also, have you, like, explain it away. And be like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, in all of these places now that claim to be haunted and that's their whole thing, I'm like, well, they probably put, like, little hidden speakers places to make <laughs> noises and, like, to keep the roost up. Maybe. Perhaps. Look, I'll stay there with you. Yeah, we'll, we'll do. Well, maybe we'll do a live episode from the Junie hotel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't have anything else to say other than I would like to go there. Good. Um, I'd also love to hear from anyone else who's been there. Let us know if you've experienced something. Yeah. Tell us what you experienced. Did you feel the little ghost hand grab your hand? <laughs> the little baby hand. Little baby hand. Ignore Emma's skepticism. I'll believe you. Yeah, I probably look, I'll believe that you believe that you felt that. I think that people's imagination and, and like, suggestion is very – the brain is very strong. I do think that as well, yeah. yeah. I think if somebody – I think especially if you're not aware of it and somebody says to you this is some things that you might – here are some things you might experience, that your brain can very easily make that happen. Yep. I once fainted at a dinner table in a restaurant in Perth. Is that place haunted? When? After Nick and Amanda's wedding. We were all at a dinner table and I just fainted. <laughs> <laughs> Which restaurant was it? Um, you know that uh, in Perth City, it's like a laneway, like an, uh, an it's kind of like stables. No, 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 no. Um, do you know where Globe Bar is? Yes, you know that laneway down there. Yeah, and you know that place that's kind of done out like um like a Brooklyn place. Ah, at that place. Ah, okay, yeah, maybe it is haunted. Yeah. <laughs> Give them a call. Let them know. I'll let go, them. look, have you ever had anyone report anything? If, if you want to go down that alley, I can add my <laughs> test story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, that's, that's it from me this week. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let us know, people. What are your experiences? What are you doing next week? Um, uh, I'm going to wait and you'll have to be surprised. Oh, another surprise. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. All right. That's fine. Okay. Thanks for tuning in for another week. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I already said that. Oh, bye. (laughs)